What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Facade. In today's show, I'm going to close out what has been a pretty intense 12 months. Yes, that's right. Season two is at a close. And what better way to close out the season than to do a recap episode highlighting some of the more popular episodes and topics that we got into. I'm also going to include mention of a couple of guests and um, it'll also be ones that I went solo on but I'm going to mention some of the guests that got some really good feedback and um, follow up on social media and things like that. So guys sit back and relax while we recap season two of the podcast. You are listening to Behind the Facade the number one podcast for investing with a particular focus on real estate and property investment. I am your host, Gavin J. Gallagher, and on this podcast, I explore the mental and emotional game often playing out subconsciously, both in your mind and the mind of everyone else in the real estate market. The key to success in this game is to master your mindset and your behavior, to take control of your thoughts, your emotions, and most importantly, your ego. Welcome to the show. All right, guys, welcome back. And this, let me just start by saying that this recording is being done from a hotel room in Northern Ireland, a remote rural part of Donegal called Redcastle. And uh, I've just come in from a lovely bit of sightseeing where myself and the family went up to Malinhead. And for those of you who do not know the geography of Ireland, Malinhead is the most northerly part of the entire country. And if you go and have a look at the map and look direct north, the next stop is effectively the North Pole and the Arctic Circle. So it is pretty north and it was a lovely day and I put some posted some photos up on uh, Instagram and Facebook. So any one of you out there, I'll also probably throw together a couple of video recordings on the YouTube channel, which, as you know, 2022 is going to be the year that I really go hard at the YouTube stuff. So let us go and get into this episode. Now, by the way, there is a family. uh, The family are in the other room and I've told them to stay put for just about 20 minutes while I do this recording. I wanted to get something out. I have not missed a single week yet and I'm kind of fairly certain that that is going to be a trend that I'm going to continue and today is of all days of the year this is probably the one day that is most likely to be missed and so I thought okay let's go and put an episode out so that I can say I have not missed a single episode since we went live back in April of 2020. So look I'm going to go back to the beginning of 2021 and let's start with episode 36 which if you listened to episode 36 right back at the very beginning of the year you will know that i had to make a last minute dash to spain to close out the sale of a property that i was doing now i had actually gone and done everything remotely i had met with a notary public in dublin a guy that i know and he did all the paperwork And then I sent the paperwork off to um, the passport office. Now, normally I would go in person to the passport office and I would get the the stuff stamped. There's a thing called a, a, what is it called? It's the Deed of the Hague Convention, I think it is, or the the Apostille of the Hague Convention. And you have to get that put on a document that has been notarized in order to validate that the notary actually 
is registered and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, long story short, the COVID situation completely turned that whole thing on its head and the postal system did not work and the documents did not come back in time. And I got this last minute warning from my uh, solicitor. And when I say last minute, like literally the day before the sale was to close, he told me that I had to be on the next flight to Spain or there was a potential risk that I would lose 20% of the value of the property. And that is basically the 10% deposit that um, the lady who was buying my property had paid. If I wasn't able to close on the day of the sale, I would have to pay her that back plus compensate her by the same amount again as a kind of penalty for not closing the deal. So pretty insane unforgiving stuff and so i was uh, straight to the airport pcr tests done hiring a car driving through uh, late night and all that anyway eventually got there got it all done uh, but what a way to start the year and it did not ease up for most of the year so eventful january that it was if you think back to the news around about that time the 6th of january was the time when there was those attacks in the of the capitol building in america when donald trump sort of threw his uh, toys out of the pram and caused a bit of a, an upset in the uh, political world. And it was around about that time, uh, episode number 37, that I welcomed my first guest of 2021, and that was Jason Greystone. And there's two ways to get it. You either provide a service to them and value to them, whether you're in a job or whether you've got your own business, or you beat them at a sport or a skill using a skill like trading or boxing or golf or whatever it is. And so you've got a positive sum where there's a win-win and a, a zero sum where there's a win-lose, which you've both agreed to take part in. And when you understand that, you can see that the easiest way is to serve people, right? They're, they're, because a skill is going to take up so much of your time to learn. And if you're already trying, if you're already struggling to save a deposit, it means that you're not in a position where you're earning enough money, right? Now, Jason is both a pal and a podcasting peer. He has his own financial freedom podcast. And um, he uh, his, his podcast is called Always Free. And you should give that a, a listen at some stage. I've been uh, friendly with Jason for a couple of years now. And we often kind of uh, share tips and, uh, and assist one another. But um, it's well worth checking out that episode because Jason has figured out how to obtain financial freedom and he did it without any property investment so i wanted to you know i like to bring on sort of different viewpoints and things like that and it's always important to know what other people are doing and what other markets and sectors are doing and stuff so in this particular case if you want to know a way of growing your financial wealth and your security without property give a listen to one of jason's um, podcasts Anyway, get, let's get on to episode number 38, which is the first kind of solo episode that I brought on the discussion point of leveling up as a property investor. And by that, I mean that you've really got to play the long game in this industry and having a very clear view of the big picture objectives that you're trying to achieve. You've got to appreciate right from the very word go that this is a cyclical 
market and therefore there will be ups and downs if you plan to be in this business for the long haul then you will have to take the ups and the downs now it's great to get the timing right and sometimes we're lucky enough to do that but a lot of the time if you sit back and think that you are going to time the market um, you will actually end up sitting on the sidelines while the market roars ahead and I know I've actually spoken to a couple of people that in recent times have said that they're getting out of the market, they're not going to do anything, they're just going to sit on their hands and wait for it to crash. And when it crashes, then they'll go and buy in. And it sounds like a great idea. You know, in theory, there's nothing wrong with it. But the reality is, is that you just do not know what you should be doing, in my opinion, is constantly reviewing opportunities just in case you find a good deal out there. Yes, there's plenty of stuff that is overvalued. And there is stuff out there that doesn't make sense, but that doesn't mean you stop looking. You have to keep on looking and you might find something. And what could actually happen is that because of all the inflation that we're experiencing now, um, that property prices continue to go up. The first property that I ever bought was 85,000 um, Irish pounds. And fast forward 20 years and I sold that property for, I think, a million euro. And... You know, if somebody had told me, uh, you know, back five years after I bought that property that it was now worth, you know, 160,000, so it had doubled in value, you might have sort of said, oh, no, it's sure it's doubled in value now. Like I've lost the, uh, I've lost, you know, I should never have, I'll just sit back and I'll wait for it to fall back to kind of 90 or 85 or whatever. And of course, that would never happen and you would have missed out on 20 years of continuous growth with some hiccups along the way. Anyway, that was episode 38. Now, I'm not going to be doing the entire um, show from start to finish uh, every single episode. I'm going to fast forward now to episode 47. And this is one of the guests that kind of stands out in my memory. And it was Kevin MacDonald. Now, Kevin is a fellow Irishman, but he actually lives and works full time in the UK. Really fundamentally, the strategies are single left by to let where you let to a family. A house in multiple occupation where you let multiple people in one house by the way. Um, commercial conversion or commercial. So commercial property that you either keep as commercial or you convert to residential and maybe buy, refurbish and sell would be the strategies. Then the techniques to acquire the property. So lots of people know what they want to do, the strategy, but the only tool they have is the cash in their pocket and they don't have enough. So the common problem is I know what I want to do. I don't know how to do it. And he came on the show to discuss No Money Down Investing, which is actually the title of his book that he published a couple of years ago. And what we will, apart from the, you know, the backstory that Kevin has shared, which is quite entertaining and, uh, and I could relate to a couple of the stories, but he, he started out as an investor and the first couple of deals that he got into totally went pear-shaped on him. And one of his properties was actually lost. I think it was to the Bulgarian mob. And so in the end, he uh, he got into property and suddenly found he was about 150,000 out of pocket. And so 
whatever about, you know, I have people always writing to me saying, Gavin, I don't have any capital to put into a deal or I've only got 20,000. Like, how do I get into the property market? And in this particular case, Kevin it didn't have any money. He didn't have 20,000. He was minus 150,000. So he was negative 150 and he still managed to go and do deals. So it is possible. And some of the tactics that you can have in your negotiating toolbox are the things that we got into in that episode. That was episode number 47. Now, another one, my probably my personal favorite conversation of the year was episode 48. And I was chatting with UK property investor, Adam Lawrence. And that sort of lit the fire to go out and work with more partners on different, you know, tweaking the strategy a bit and saying, right, we're not all going to step on each other's toes. I don't want a big run fight for one deal. Let's build a particular strategy that suits us. So I've got some JV partners who are looking 10 years in the future and they'd like to exit a company and they want completely hands off. They just want to leave it all to me. I've got some who want an active role in the analysis and the deal finding and and the legals and the operations and all that side of it. Well, that's brilliant because that takes some of that operational pressure away from me. Now, Adam is based in the uh, Birmingham area and he basically started out about 2011, so just 10 years on now. And he was effectively an accidental landlord who had stumbled into the property business through you know, making an investment with somebody else and it turned out to be a bit of a disaster. And then he decided to kind of figure, roll up his sleeves and figure out how this business worked. And over the space of 10 years, he's gone and he's built himself this, you know, basically this machine. And he's built a great reputation. He's managed to go and build a portfolio. He has now more than 400 units in his, I said 400, yeah, 400 units in his portfolio. And he works with lots and lots of different investors. So tons and tons of wisdom in that particular episode that I strongly recommend you go and listen to. Now, fast forward a couple of episodes to episode 50. And I welcomed a Irish property personality, Carol Tallon, onto the show. Uh, you know, when I started PropTech Ireland, I was looking at all these complicated solutions. Did it need to be a venture fund? Did it need to be an accelerator program? Did it need to be academically linked? And then I realized it was just so simple. All I needed to do was give startups an hour of my time, sit down over coffee, um, have a chat with them, share what insight I knew about the market. And the most valuable thing I did was say, um, okay, I think this person might be able to help you and open a door to somebody else. And it might have been the case that, you know, because at the time, going back five years ago, the, the traditional industry was very closed doors to um, technology startups. Now, Carol is a very sort of successful uh, podcaster herself. She has an Irish property and construction uh, you know, podcast called Property Matters, which goes out every week, and it's really a great resource. And if you're ever looking for any kind of real estate, you know, focused news from the Irish market, this is probably the place to go and listen to. And she goes out on both radio and through her podcast, and it's called Property Matters. So, well, that episode number 50 is well worth checking out just to kind of let, learn a little bit more about Carol and her experiences. Now, um, I'm going to fast forward now just to one or two more episodes and we get to a conversation I had with a friend of mine called Galen Bales. Now, Galen has a fascinating 
story, a fascinating backstory. He is a, an, a, an investor and a prop tech kind of a startup founder. But really what was fascinating for me was to hear his backstory on how he built a hyper growth startup out of college. So if you go back to that episode number 54. Unfortunately, the, we were hit a little bit from the dot-com crash. Okay. And so yeah. the, the final exit wasn't as successful, but um, to, to be frank, we had an offer on the table, which unfortunately I didn't know about it because I would have pushed hard to take it. But the, um, the, the investor group had a, an offer for a half billion. And so for the business in one stage, but unfortunately uh, we didn't exit that at that stage. And you said half a billion there. That's right. Yeah, wow. we, got a, we got an offer for 485 million. It's an absolutely fascinating story where he started a business out of college and it just, he hit it off absolutely perfectly. And within a couple of months, he had something like 250 people working for him and based in seven different cities around the world where the sun never went down basically on his company. That's a really interesting episode. 54 is a great episode and I definitely think you guys should go back and listen to Galen and me having that conversation. Next episode that stands out for me at least is my conversation with good friend of mine, Joe Doyle, entrepreneur. We've got like 100 plus tenants of which literally we took a lot of them from a homeless situation. And if there was five more than me in my area, that would be 500 more people that are in a homeless situation that have a roof over their head. So that, that stuff kind of bothers me and they, they have their agenda to push. Yeah. Now, Joe came onto the show and I've actually been on his show more recently, but came onto the show to discuss his story about how he went from being a bricklayer um, growing up in a part of Dublin called Clondalkin to today being this multi-millionaire property investor and entrepreneur. And I know from listening to Joe's social media, he wouldn't mind me mentioning that he's managed to go and build himself a 13 million euro portfolio um, now at this stage. And I just love chatting with Joe because he's he's not only an entertaining guy, but he's full of great advice and wisdom. And so you should definitely check out him on social media. Joe Doyle Entrepreneur is the handle he goes under. And uh, yeah, great episode talking about everything, all of the ups and downs of his career and some of the advice that he can give people and, and also some of the criteria that he looks for when he is um, investing and stuff. Now, speaking of backstories and entertaining backstories, I <laughs> this is going to be an interesting one. I actually switched places and normally I'm the host and I'm interviewing guests, but in this particular episode number 65, I actually played back an episode that I did with a lady called Ellie Mackay for her On A Mission podcast. Now, I actually appeared on her episode and I bared my soul and went real deep in some, into some of the challenges that I experienced in the uh, wake of the 2008 financial crash. You've taken so many lessons from what happened next and there's so much value in your story. It's not just a story, there's so much power in that because your mission, which I will let you you sort of explain to the listeners, is very much about educating people not to over leverage within property and, and also the mindset it takes one to achieve success but more importantly and I think this is the, the thing that's going to really resonate with the listeners it's it's how you rebuild so can you talk us through what happened next Gavin? Now it was not pretty 
as most of you who are regular listeners will know, I went from having a portfolio valued at 65 million to being so, so far underwater that I think I was minus 16 at one stage. And uh, so it was a pretty challenging time. And I go into all of that stuff with Ellie. And uh, so that is episode number 65. On episode number 67, I introduced property agent and friend of mine, Robert Colleran. Um, it's, probably, it's probably trying to read the market uh, and, and, and take a calculated risk. Uh, determination and just a hunger for the deal. Like, uh, you know, guys like Liam Carr were just passionate about doing a deal. Uh, Willie Dowling, you know, passionate about getting a letting done, you know, uh, yeah, it's it's just a, just a, just a passion for 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 you know building, uh, getting the right tenant in, getting the right mix, and and and, and moving on. It's it's you have to have that grow for it. If you don't if you, if you don't have that kind of hands on approach. Now, myself and Robert, we got stuck into basically the past, present, and future of Irish property of the Irish property market. And sorry if you can. hear hear noise in the background my kids are starting to lose patience and i have a little bit more to go but uh, going solo for uh, a couple of shows after roberts i got into the uh, episode number 74 i covered daily resilience and having a commitment to consistency now this was an episode that i did kind of at the last minute and it turned out to actually resonate with a lot of people i got a lot of comments in on social media and stuff so i do think that is probably one that you might want to listen to that is episode 74 and especially given the time that we are now reviewing the year and um, anyone who is in the process of thinking about their you know the, the year ahead 2022 i think it's probably a good idea to go and have a listen to that and just think about how you want to show up in 2022 now, episode 76 is a really good discussion. A, a very good friend of mine, Mark O'Dwyer. But it's only through the hard knocks that you get in business that you actually learn these things. And sometimes they can be so hard, they knock you off your pedestal completely and you go out of business. I've been very lucky that I've had a very, very strong business. I have a very strong team behind me. And it's only because of that that I'm still in business today. Uh, Mark is a very successful businessman. He's also a uh, an athletic chap let's just say and myself and mark have been training together for about 20 years now but the reason i brought mark onto the show was actually to discuss the sales process and being an effective salesperson and mark has really mastered that over the years so that is an episode that i do think that you would like to hear because if you want to convince somebody of you know giving you money or uh, buying your products or whatever it is you need to be a good salesperson and that is something that mark has done very very well so he's also a seven time ironman uh finisher and so he is an all-round badass when it comes to health fitness and financial sort of uh, endeavors uh, into the last couple of episodes of the year, uh, I dived into a couple of important topics. First of all, one of the things that I always, it's, it's like a crowd pleaser, you could call it, but I dived into my episode and I called it What to Buy in 2022. Now, that was episode 77. And of course, everyone wants to know what should they be buying in 2022. So I'll go and throw my hat in the ring and uh, made a couple of predictions, a couple of ideas and uh, trends that i'm sort of seeing popping up around the place and so you'll find that in episode 77 
In episode 79, I did a deep dive into Chinese property company Evergrande, which at the time was on the brink of collapse in China and threatening to take down the entire property market for that matter. And fast forward a couple of weeks now at this stage, and we are looking at a situation where it has now officially defaulted and it has created all sorts of problems in the Chinese market. And literally the market is in free fall at the moment. And some of the bigger property players that were actually considered to be safe bets have actually now gone and uh, got into difficulty or have actually announced that they are no longer solvent. So some real surprise action there. And I think this could be a rolling story over the next 12 months. And I actually think 2022 could be the point where you start to see some real pain in China. And the big question is, will it infect the rest of the world? And will it kind of bring about any kind of change in attitude to property investing and things like that? Towards the end of October and the beginning of November, we had the COP26 conference on in Glasgow, Scotland. Now, COP26, for those of you who don't know, was the climate change. Um, uh, you know, it's basically a big conference organized by the United Nations, and they went into all of the kind of, you know, carbon reduction and the environment. And ESG, as I keep on telling you all, is going to be huge in the coming years. And so, carbon reduction is going to be massive and it's a major focus for 2022 in my opinion now obviously i operate in so the corporate sector and some big institutional investors that we work with it's all they talk about esg i if you're you know if you're at the lower end of the market where you're just investing in residential and you're buying sort of buy to lets and stuff you're probably not going to see this affect you for some time to come but i do think that you're going to start to see government policy and stuff changing around this and you're going to start seeing people being forced to put in additional insulation and it will become a thing of the past having houses and uh, properties that are poorly performing when it comes to energy rating and things of that nature getting towards the end of the year episode uh, number 82 I discussed getting started as a property investor. So I threw a couple of thoughts together on how I think you should go about it nowadays. And then finally, in uh, episode 83, I took a real deep dive into the things that are driving the uh, housing market in Ireland and the UK. And all I go into all of the supply and demand and the imbalances that are in the market and some of the risks and some of the predictions I've made. And that is a particularly interesting episode because a lot of people are of the opinion that the prices have shot up so much in the last while that it has to be you know, a point where it's all gonna come crashing down soon. But the reality is that it actually could continue for a period of time to come. So I just think that is an episode that you will definitely want to wind back and have a listen to. So what does 2022 hold in store for you guys? Well, you're just going to have to stay listening um, to find out more here. But uh, what I will say is I am planning a big effort over on YouTube and really keen to crack that particular nut. And of course, my fitness is always a major challenge. And so I have some new fitness challenges brewing. But that's it, guys. Look, it's it's been, I've been, what, 25 minutes at this stage. I really just want to wish you guys a great um, New Year's celebration. I hope you had a great Christmas. 
and uh, I'm wishing you all an outstanding 2022 and I look forward to catching you all uh, uh, catching up with you all in season three which is just next week so that's the show guys speak soon thanks for tuning in to another episode of behind the facade if you enjoyed the show or found it in any way useful please take a moment to leave a review over on itunes or alternatively share the episode out on social media or with a friend this really helps the podcast reach more people if you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover in future episodes, please connect with me via my Facebook group. That's called Behind the Facade Community. And from now on, you're going to see me posting pretty much daily over on my YouTube channel, Gavin J. Gallagher. So do check out that out and become a subscriber over there. But if you're not a fan of YouTube, you can continue to stay up to date with all of the projects and stuff I'm working on by joining my tribe and becoming part of my email list. And you'll find that over at gavinjgallagher.com. All right, guys, that's all for now. See you back here next week.